What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Shonoff71, aka Digger Dulomite. Purple bling bling. Yo, 2022. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> and your auditory canals are tuned into episode 152 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, we got my partners in crime. First on deck, as always, is Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the high-res hater, a.k.a. the cat daddy, a.k.a. the gamer stepdaddy. What's going on, man? Uh, not much. Just happy to be back uh, talking about games uh, with all you good people. I hope you all had a fantastic holiday season. We are here in 2022, and I hope that it is going to be fantastic for you, me, and everyone. Indeed, Please. indeed. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we need yeah. it. Please. For real, though. <laughs> and, of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, a.k.a. Jabroni Chief. Yeah, yeah. Brony. Also known as the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, bro? Not much, man. Uh, just uh, trying to lay low, uh, you know, beginning of the new year. I have like some New Year's resolutions, which I know it's not part of a main event topic or anything like that. But uh, it took like the will of God for me to stay away from GameStop and trade and flip some games today. So it was like flip, flip, talk, talkalypse today. Kind of like back in the, like a few years ago, Kev, when we were just going a little bit uh, off the cray cray a bit so oh really yeah there's yeah. some switch games given like 56 dollars in trade-in value so good grief i know yeah. stuff like I'm that I, and i'm glad i was i'm glad i didn't see that probably most of the ones that i have probably didn't wouldn't yield that much and if they do they're ones i still want to play exactly yeah. so it's like all right you know that's yeah but there's folks out there like you know they're all trading in everything so i'm gonna get rid of my backlog and Get more credit, and guess what? You're gonna buy more stuff. More so. backlog, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> more backlog, backlog two and three and four point oh. Yeah, yeah, but there, there's some uh, you know, people taking advantage of the system out there because they're like trading stuff in, like Back for Blood, which is selling for twenty five dollars, but trading in for fifty six for some reason. So mm. <laughs> that'll make no sense, but whatever. Mm. Yeah, I don't know either. They got me. But. I'd probably do that one. <laughs> If I'd have known about it. That's all right. I'm not going to stop recording this show. And go. <laughs> it's like, we'll be back. We're after we'll these messages. Yeah. Oh, man. So other than that, what do you, oh, I guess a general question. Uh, you guys, uh, Christmas and New Year's go okay? Yeah. Yeah, had a had a really um had a really straightforward uh Christmas and New Year's. You know, Joe and I are um doing this weight loss uh thing and so it made it made eating very easy because we had our had the foods that we were going to eat and um I think after the like after going to Thanksgiving, like I said before, and then Christmas was fine. And then I made actually made um 
dinner uh, for some friends and everything made made a turkey and some other stuff and you know you know i was tempted a little bit i you know i stuck to my guns and you know didn't succumb and you know ate ate the food that i was you know that that was on my plan and you know and was able to you know make food for people so that was good and so so having that uh having that in my corner made it you know that much easier just to kind of not have to worry about um eating stuff that's not on my uh, on my plan so it, it it was fun I was able honestly I was able to um, spend a lot more time engaged uh, with people um, it's funny um, a lot of times we get together and it's centered around food or 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 breaking of bread or something which is fine totally fine you know but it's it, it's, it's another thing to to go there and not have that be an option and still be able to you know hang out with your friends and kick it you know, and, you know, not have food be the driving force. So it's, it's good to be able to do that sometimes. And so, uh, so yeah, other than that, had a great time. New Year's was very easy, uh, not super crazy. New Year's, um, we just went to a close friend's house, watched the ball drop and then came home, watched a really horrible movie, horrible movie. It was great. It was called Alien, Alien And it was a, it was a horrible <laughs> It's horrible. It's on Hulu. I think it's gone now. I think Hulu had banished it. Uh, but a friend of mine was like, you know, this is a great movie. You got to watch it. It's it's horrible. Look it up. Alienator. It sounds. It spells just like it sounds. And it and it and it and it's 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 a ooh. It is it is a bad movie. Ooh, my lord. It is a bad movie. But <laughs> but it's it was funny. And so we watched that, and then watched the ball drop, and then we went home. And then the next day we had another. We had a um. Uh, today or yesterday we had a um a um a new year's day party in which a friend of mine you know made food and we all hung out and got to see people we hadn't seen in a very long time so it was a it was a really good really really good positive experience so i'm i'm just happy that everyone you know is healthy and able to you know do what they got to do and you know in this in this new world i'm really hoping that 2020 is is just as good so 2022 2022 yeah yeah <laughs> let's not go back <laughs> no, no we can't go back not yet mm -mm. not yet no no not at all <laughs> so joe how how was your holiday buddy uh like usual pretty just uh low-key and just everything's good you know so so i really had no stories i mean pretty much it's a single man with animals i just basically walked my dogs on christmas day and same thing with new year's and just uh, still just living my life that's it man so good for mm -hmm. me <laughs> so. yeah how was yours kev I, I i think i think we have to do something nice for kev seeing it was his birthday yesterday happy oh. birthday Kev. yeah thank you thank you happy birthday Thanks. yeah um pretty pretty simple pretty 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 laid back uh man people were busting caps all over my neighborhood over here wow not a cop came around in sight I... not a not a cop to be found in fact i've got a cop at the end of my block so I, he was probably one of the ones out there busting yep. caps yep he was probably shooting <laughs> shooting and uh just time. just 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 it, 
Remember, folks, I mean, there, there are really simple laws of gun safety. You know, <laughs> like, ne don't aim your weapon at something you're not willing to destroy. Uh, never aim a, a loaded gun, a firearm in a direction where you do not know where that round is going to land. Uh, and that one of those that's also includes shooting your guns up in the air, yes. because when you live in a neighborhood in a residential area, bullets go up. They also come down. Whatever goes up, nothing escapes the, the pull of gravity here on Earth. OK, so that round that you that you that you are out there pop, 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 popping is going to land somewhere. Uh, you know, it's one thing if you live out in the boondocks and the sticks and your next and your nearest neighbor is three, four miles away. That's one thing. But when you when you're literally feet apart in a city, yeah, <laughs> yes, you got problems. I mean, just just stop. Stop it all. You're making all us responsible gun owners look really bad out there. That's a bad look on all of us. So yeah, could they use blanks? Uh, technically, and still get the same. They ain't using blanks, Joe. On, that Joe. requires responsibility. That it's requires responsibility. If you're out, if you're out here, if you're out here busting caps in the air in your backyard, and I, you are you are you are not going through the 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 responsibility of getting blank rounds no you're going into you're going into those the, that box of ammo that you got because you couldn't go get to the get to the range because of covid or whatever else and you're out there pop 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 that's yeah. what you're doing that's exactly what you're doing yeah waving like you just don't care waving like you just don't care and it's like uh man it's it, absolutely crazy but other than that you know i didn't do anything my mom cooked uh, birthday lunch for me, so that was nice. Got to hang out with her for a little bit. No, but what you, what you, what y'all made though? That's what was killing me. What's me made me want to be around because you made that, you made them nachos, and I was like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no, why you gotta tell me you making nachos? Like, no, can't why? Because I had nachos in a minute, and I love nachos, especially yeah. homemade nachos too. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we used a combination of uh, ground turkey and ground chicken meat. Ooh. Mm. So just to keep the keep the fat intake down. So mixed up some cheese sauce really quick, uh, mm. seasoned that up, and had me. So I, I still have some in the refrigerator. So. Mm. This sounds mm. de delectable. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I've got I've got I still have I've got freaking leftovers leftovers in the fridge for a while. So I'll be eating on that for a little bit, but. That is what our holiday season has been like. So, uh, hope uh, all of y'all also had an enjoyable Christmas, New Year's, holiday season, Kwanzaa, whatever, however, whatever, and however you celebrate. So, we're going to go on to our first topic on the docket, and as always, it's going to be the playlist. All right, Joe, you're on deck first. What you been playing, man? Uh, these last couple of weeks, uh, just, uh, I'll kind of cover the stuff I've been playing separately and then I'll circle through cause I've been playing with Desmond a couple of games specifically, uh, a little bit, uh, as far as solo play dragon quest 11, I am like in previous episodes making a concerted effort to, uh, play this game and get through the game. You know, I enjoy what I play. It's very relaxing. 
of the RPG Combat. I think it's uh, definitely worthy of a playthrough. It's on Games Pass. It kind of passed the year's Game Pass, like, you know, where I know usually other Square Enix games leave the service after a year, and it hasn't left the service. I actually wanted to play it enough on the Xbox that even though I own a Switch copy, uh, that I went and bought a physical Xbox copy for my own, just in case whenever it leaves Game Pass, that way I have it. So so it's still uh, in my rotation. Um, also played a little bit of The Gunk, which I know Cavi will talk a little bit about later. I've literally played like I think half an hour at best, so not a lot. I enjoy what I played so far, kind of, you know, I always like vacuum type mechanics, you know. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't played Luigi Mansion, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3 yet. That's an interesting take. Like, I like vacuum-like mechanics. Like, I never really heard that. Oh, you know. <laughs> no, I know. It's just, that's just an interesting kind of like, you know, hey, you know, we're going to sell this game. What's it like? Oh, it's, it has vacuum-like mechanics. It's, like, it's just something I never really thought about, you know. Well, you got to think about, too. It's like, I have a, a strange, I don't know what to say strange, but, you know, I'm, I'm in the camp where I really enjoyed Super Mario Sunshine and yeah, flood yeah. and so you know uh, some people say it's like divisive like people don't like super mario sunshine for some reason but uh, i'm definitely gonna take uh, super mario 3d all-stars and uh, go through a run either with that or i still have my original gamecube copy but uh, I, I was hoping that uh, the gunk uh, had kind of similar play mechanics and so all the dive a little bit more into that to see if you're doing more than just sucking in the goop or not so uh, as far as uh playstation goes uh, pretty much playstation's been kind of collecting dust as of late uh, i did play some demons tilt on there though so that's the uh demonic you know 2d pinball game uh indie darling on there and you know i first uh, started playing that on games pass and obviously it left the service but i thought enough of it to buy it on ps4 slash you know psn and, and i've been playing that off and on it's like my twitch game play on there so i've always been that, a big pinball fan, fan though yeah for sure mm-hmm. and then uh, as far as the games we've been collectively playing i know you've been playing a lot more than i have though des is uh i've been playing grim dawn definitive edition Mm-hmm. a bit and so i got a couple characters one level 16 one level 14 and uh you know start playing a little bit separately via you know by myself versus multiplayer i need to settle out which character i'm going to play multiplayer with you versus uh doing some solo play and i actually might create a third character because i'm thinking i want to create uh, more of a range character mm-hmm. like a ranger type on there but i'm thinking with the mixture of character classes i have with one of my characters as i think i've selected shaman as my second class on one of my characters on there and i saw shaman should um, kind of lend well to uh, that more ranger uh, bow and arrow slash guns uh type of gameplay remember there's no bow and arrows in this game it's all uh, crossbow it's all- it's all well there's crossbows but you know yeah. it's like but there's mostly like rifles and stuff and mostly shamans uh are double-handed uh two-handed uh warrior types so if you're looking for like a rifle or something that uses two hands if you're gonna yeah. do a shaman type build so just it's um yeah i really fell in love with this game so um 
Yeah. So, and yeah. then uh, another game we've been collectively playing, and pretty much I have not been, I haven't played it solo because of the fact that it doesn't allow for multiple save files. So, and that would be uh, Generation Zero. So, Generation Zero is a game all three of us have played. Uh, you know, me, uh, Dez, and Kevin kind of went in and, and uh, checked out the game. Uh, me and Dez played this game previously. It came out, was it? earlier this year or was it last year that it, came it was out? last year it's been it was for last, a while. yeah it's been it's been a while it's and uh, while. i i we played it for a little bit on playstation 4 and right at launch I, we kind of felt and i don't want to put words in your mouth for, for me it just felt like unfinished well it was. Like, it was it was in like previews or something like it wasn't fully it had been fully released and it was just i was it could have been it, it I think they were trying to find what they were what they were wanting to do with the game, and it just needed some some more TLC. And I think um, now it's gotten that. Yeah, uh, the developers Avalanche have been working hard as far as uh, getting more. Exp- they have two expansions for the game. Uh, if you're not aware of what the game is, it's like a uh, survival first-person shooter based in Sweden in the '80s, and you play teenagers. Trying to figure out what's going on with these uh, robots that are rebelling, rebelling against the populace. So, and uh, it's pretty much, uh, you know, it's a you know, survival okay. event. It's a little bit tough as far as the combat, at least at first. It's not uh, like a game where you're going to go in and just run and gun on it. There's a lot of exposition, of course, so story elements you're trying to uncover, find out what happened, why this uh, robot rebellion occurred and find your family like desmond said so yeah it's kind of like a it's very much an 80s it's very much an 80s movie kind of a lot of 80s movies stuff in it you know bleak desolate world like you're only finding the the adults you find are all dead or cryptic or not cryptic messages but just messages of like you know oh i went here now you have to come and find come and find us here and it's like oh no grandma's over there and you have to go find grandma or something so so it, it it it's a little all over the place, but 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 I'm enjoying what we're, what what we're seeing right now. So yeah, the reason why we dip back into it because it came to Games Pass Avalanche. Um, basically, at first had the PlayStation Four and the PC version kind of working ahead of the Xbox version. So they worked to get the Xbox version up to snuff and caught up to the updates for the other two platforms, and then. Even though the community has been begging for no end for a PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, 60 frames a second update for the game, uh, they brought it out on Series uh, S and X with the latest uh, update when they brought it to Games Pass. And so uh, I did a little digging and, you know, deciding what I was going to do because I still owned a physical copy of Generation Zero that I bought last year and uh, was intending on going back to it but uh you know it seems like uh they're gonna be pretty much uh in it to win it on the xbox so they have another game in uh early access that's on games pass as well called second extinction so i'm gonna you know continue my playthrough on the xbox and you know continue to play with the community we played with gerald last night uh listener gerald ocon for a bit so yeah that was a lot of fun too you know, enjoy. learning around, you know, seeing how people play because Gerald's all like Rambo, like he's like, Yes, go! <laughs> and I'm sitting here all sneaking around and stuff. 
And of course, whenever you play with us, you, you got You got it's a gentle ribbing between me and Joe, so it's always a, it's always entertaining. You know, we're all constantly entertaining Kevin left and right when we play these games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And while we go ahead and go across, I know Kev, you we you played Gen Zero a little bit with us, so I mean, I want you to get your kind of say so right now versus in your uh, segment that way kind of you know say your piece about this game at least so oh well it it's not for me it's it the the pacing was too slow i'm not really into games where you have to go and search and look for stuff a whole lot it's 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 just not for me and and that's fine um it, it i it was literally putting me to sleep yeah yeah, you really kind of gotta gotta run around and investigate everything, and and uh, there's it's um, there's kind of I don't want to say scripted events, but but there's always um, like because there's no people, it's all like you you literally have to uh, when you come up against um, certain certain areas, like it's, you're guaranteed to find um, you know androids or the, 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 the robots in certain areas. And so you can kind of like scout ahead and you can plan and you can do guerrilla type uh, tactics with them too, if you want. It just depends on how, how much you want to be in it, but, but it is much more methodical. And I think that's, that's the main thing is, is it, is it's, it is definitely a slow burn type of game. You know, it's, it's not like, you know, destiny where, where things are frenetic and, and it's coming at you left and right. Like it's, it's, it's very, um, it's it's a slow burn type of type of game, which is not good or bad. It's just it's just if you like that type of stuff, then yeah. then you'll get a lot more out of it. I think it's maybe I would say just a lot slower pace, a little exposition. I would say almost like it's a shooter, but first person shooter, but almost like combined with a, an adventure aspect, almost like quote unquote a walking simulator, if you want to call it walking simulator, those type of adventure games on there. So there's all different elements to the game. On there, I know that the game was based on Avalanche's engine that they developed for Call of the Wild, which is their hunting game on here. So it has that kind of feel to it a bit, roaming the environment and whatnot. So, so I mean, I'm kind which, of I'm kind of interested which, to try the um, the extinction one. That's that seems to be with the dinosaurs, because that might be a little bit more faster paced. So I, I am interested to see what what their next uh game is what they're doing so that might be yeah something to think about uh that's going to be a lot more running gun a lot more action i believe and yeah. uh you know it's still in early access but it's available on games but we Pass downloaded and... it too so we downloaded that too so if anyone is interested and wants to play it with us you know let us know that kind of concludes what i've been doing i don't know if you want to talk about your impressions of gen zero two uh, des on there and kind sure. of going to your segment as well Sure, sure. So the my playlist is uh, basically Grim Dawn. I love this game. It's it's really good. Um, I think it's a perfect evolution of Titan Quest, and it's been a lot of fun. I love creating characters in in this game, finding out new new combinations. Um, I read a lot of the wikis. Um, as I said before, I'm really I'm really enjoying ARPGs. You know these top down uh, ARPGs, and I just think that. Um, if I had to pick a genre, that's my favorite right now. It would have to be this. Just given the, like, especially when it's done right, you know, and you're given the multitude of the ability to create your characters um, and and your your classes and whatnot and, and have these very different, different yet 
different yet fleshed out characters. You know, if you're um, if you if you can't wait for it to come to uh, 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 two games pass, which I know it probably will at some point, it's definitely worth a purchase. Uh, Generation Zero, same thing with with what uh, uh, with what Joe said. Uh, we did play it, and we really had high hopes for it. Thought it was going to be fun uh, first time around, but um, I think it was still again finding its legs. I think that it it has found its legs right now. And so we're going to be playing this game and we actually got, we actually got past the intro missions, which I had no idea that there were, that they were considering the missions that we were doing were intro missions until you get to a specific uh, story event. And it was just like this big battle in which we were dying and, and, you know, uh, saving ourselves and just battling these, these robots running around and, like it was it was tough but it was exciting at the same time so once the once the action picks up it's really kind of fun um i do think that they do slow feed you a little bit too much about the stuff um and and you have to find a whole bunch of different things because like there's there's crafting in it but you have to find the the different um so you 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 break down stuff and you have your different materials when it's great because you can store everything uh, in the in the crafting benches, uh, which is great, um, but you have to find your schematics, and that's fine. Um, but it, like, I I only found two so far, and we've been playing for for quite a while. And because one of the things is you could change your appearance, and so your clothes gives you attributes, and there's a and there's an attributes tree, and and uh, because all of the because all of the um, the action is kind of in specific places. Um, you're only going to get so much experience uh, because you're the, you're not really going to find. At least I haven't yet found anything anything in the wild, just running around that I had to like or ambushes. Maybe it'll get harder, and and you'll be able to get more experience later. So I'm just kind of wondering um, how the progression is going to be like in the future. But but again. Um, it's it's enjoyable enough to keep going, um, especially because you know Joe's into it, um, uh, Gerald's into it. So we have a st steady amount of people, you know. So so yeah, I was I just really am enjoying the game quite a bit. Uh, the last game that I played was Archvale, uh, which is another uh, Games Pass game. Uh, like Joe said, uh, my PS4 has been collecting dust a little bit as well because I've been playing uh, my Xbox and. And this little this little Xbox, this S that I got, it it chugs along and it's it's doing its job. Like it's it's working, you know. And my and it's my little storage, little little jabroni is just, you know, working. So I love it. <laughs> um, but uh, Archvale is sort of like a it's it's like one of those binding of Isaacs type type games mixed with like Zelda. And I say Zelda because it's bright and colorful and you play this guy who who's constantly running around and picking up weapons and you know it's directional so you run around with the with the left uh joystick and you aim with the right joystick but the trigger is 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 how you fire and you get these different types of weapons and you have to you run into an area and then you have to clear the area out and then you get to go into a new area and there's bosses um i don't really know exactly what the game is about but but it's really kind of fun and it's and it's a twitch a, a twitch type shooter which makes it a lot of fun, and and when you roll, you're invincible. So again, it it it's in that 
you know, uh, dungeon binding of Isaac type of genre. And I'm really liking it so far. Um, so it, it's free on games pass right now. Like it's on games pass. So if you're willing to pick it up and take your hand at it and you like those type of games, I think that you, you would, you would really have a lot of fun with it. And I'm wanting, I've been wanting Joe to play it. Uh, because I think Joe would have a lot of fun with it as well. So, so definitely, if you're if you're bored and looking for a good kind of uh, Twitch shooter that is not as I don't think it's as chaotic as like Binding of Isaac, or definitely not as chaotic as Enter the Gungeon. So, so if you're willing to, you know, to run through it and and it looks really nice. You know, it's it's a very it's a very pretty game. You know, to look at as well. I think you should definitely try it and give it a and give it a. Um, give it a look but those are the games that i've been playing so uh kev i'm going to ship it on over to you buddy what are you been playing well for me it's been well a couple of things while you while y'all were botting it up (laughs) (laughs) i i was playing on i was playing on playstation uh no i'm just kidding uh real quick on on the xbox side i played and finished the gunk it's um it's okay. It's an environmental puzzler, uh, an, env- an environmental puzzler platformer, rather. So there's not a whole lot of action in the game. Really, all you do are solve these environmental puzzles by uh, your power glove, for lack of a better word, uh, sucks up all this gunk that's cl- that's destroying the environment of this world that you and your business partner have landed on and you're through the course of the, uh, through the course of events in the game, you discover that there's like this bigger, this bigger issue going on with, with the planet. So the story was, the story was okay. It did. I did not think it had a good ending, which I will not spoil here, but it's, it's worth checking out. Um, but you know, some of y'all saying that this is like ratchet and ratchet and clank caliber. Y'all need to stop, <laughs> stop, please. It, it it it's not that type of game. It, it the presentation is nowhere near ratchet and clank. But you know, it, it's it's a fun little game. Uh, the other game that I was playing on Xbox was I am still continuing my roll through the Halo storyline. So I finished uh, Halo Reach, and now I'm playing Combat Evolved. I believe I'm fairly close to the end. Um, I think I'm getting to the area where you discover the control center that where the, they have the flood and some events that take place there go on. So I think I'm getting close to the end of Combat Evolved. So I'm having to... It, it, it's been so so long since I played Halo. Uh, my time when the when the games were new, I stopped playing Halo after two. Never really touched touched it again until five. So I skipped all those in between. Uh, never played any of the side stories either. So I'm just kind of going through the whole campaign um, as I it to is. Ask- I wanted to ask you why 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 were you deciding to go through them now? I don't know. Um, oh, just want to do it? Yeah, it was just it's okay. just I know I I keep hearing how how great this this series is, 
And I I enjoyed the Combat Evolved and Halo 2. I thought they were fun. Um, but it and, and again, it's been so long since I played them. They're all, it's almost like playing a, a new series for me oh, because okay. it's been so long. And again, I never played anything. I briefly touched on five. I went from two to five. Uh, skipped everything in between, and of course, I haven't played Infinite because that'll be the the, the last one I, I get to. Um, and I think I I think I dabbled a little bit on Forza Horizon Five. I think, uh, in fact, I'm pretty sure I did. Uh, still, still playing that game. I think it's the best controlling of the Horizon series, but. On the other side of the fence, on PlayStation, I've been playing a lot of this uh, 2D action game called Bladed Fury, and uh, I don't. It did not. It did not come out this year, but it's been on on Steam for a while. I have it on Steam. Uh, it was. It went on sale in one of the play, the PSN winter sales for like six bucks, seven bucks, something like that. So I scooped it on PSN and this this game is fantastic. It is it is not a vania style metroidvania style game where there which means which is right up my alley because I'm not the biggest fan of backtracking in 2D action games. So you don't have to do a lot of that. There's very little that you do. There's there's like one level where you do that in and it's more of an env- environmental puzzle in which that takes place. But other than that, it's very straightforward, very combo heavy, uh, putting enemies in a stun state, knocking them up in the air, finishing them off in the air, ground pound combos, all that good stuff. You're um, the long and the short of it is you are a daughter of a Chinese of a Chinese emperor or Chinese. Uh, yeah, he's a an emperor of one of the kingdoms in China uh, and you've been framed for your father's murder and your sister has uh, been captured by the one who has orchestrated your father's murder so villains yeah so you're basically and it's kind of it's kind of funky because I I don't think it's well I won't I won't go into that because that's kind of spoilerific but the action is really good. The graphics are kind of like a, a Chinese watercolor painting. Very fluid. It, it's 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 just an absolute absolute beautiful game. So um, even even at its, even at a, a more of a full price. I mean, if you're going to pay standard price, I'd say get it on Steam. If you don't want to pay the, um, I, I forget what it what it was before. It's like. 27 or 29 dollars i think at one point on psn but if whether it's on steam or or where what whatever i think it might even be on switch uh check it's it out on yeah it's, it's on a, ps4 it's and game. switch uh kev and uh i know the retail disc version you could pick up for 20 bucks at gamestop so before mm. either system no on discounts your, uh, right now uh, no, that was actually a discount because it initially came out, I think, at like 35. And I thought it was kind of high because oh, wow. on at Steam, this game kind of lived in the uh, 10 to five, five to ten dollar range. So, because mm. uh, it came out a couple of years ago, it's actually developed in China. It was it was done by a Chinese developer. So, 
So it's kind of kind of cool, you know, and it has like a Muramasa type of feel to it a little bit. So mm-hmm. cool. So good stuff there. Been for whatever reason, I've been going back to a game called Ninja Savior, which is uh, a the sequel to Ninja Warrior, I believe it was in the arcade. It's a 2D action game uh, where you're basically kind. It's kind of like if Russian Attack had androids. <laughs> That's <laughs> basically what what Ninja well, Savior okay. is. Uh, it, it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and um, I'm right now. You unlike the previous game where you chose where you played between two different characters, two different androids. You know, saving the world against this uh, uh, evil organization and they really didn't play all that different in the arcade but in this game each android plays differently and you've got uh one two three four four different androids if i'm not mistaken uh and i'm right now i'm going through yaksha which is the last uh character that i've opened up and what's interesting about yaksha is that she's got extendable extendable arms and i guess legs to a certain degree so various it, she, her play style is like if you cross dalsim and zangief <laughs> so she's grab grabbing people at distance and throwing them all over the screen which is which is pretty cool so having a lot of fun with uh with ninja saber savior picked up chorus um i'm still very early in that game so i really don't have I really can't. I really haven't played enough to give an impression. Graphically, it's very pretty. The control of the of your ship is is pretty straightforward. Nothing too nothing too complicated. It is an arcade arcadey space shooter with with a deeper story with a deeper lore. I, I don't really know how how much I'm going to care about the story because the the acting. It's okay. <laughs> I think it. I think it was kind of billed uh, as being this suspenseful, uh, gripping story in the wrapper of an arcade space shooter. Uh, but sometimes the, just in what little I played, sometimes the acting comes off as a little stale. But it, <laughs> but the game itself, the game itself is 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 kind of fun. But I don't have yeah. a full opinion of it yet um yeah i got it i i got it for christmas from uh from from santa so i haven't yet to pick it up so i've yet santa costa yeah i've yet to i've yet to to play it so i've uh but i have looked at uh i have seen it played and i can yeah i can tell uh it it could be a little bit rough (laughs) yeah (laughs) the the uh the acting can be a little bit oh the acting quote unquote yeah a little bit so uh, maybe uh throw it into like german or something with subtitles you know just to kind of german (laughs) wow if they have a if if, if they have an option to like maybe put in a different language and use subtitles maybe that will take the uh jarring voice acting out of the business even though the plot might still be the plot might still be good. Plot still might be dicey, but you know. Well, it's just it's just the problem. The problem though is is when she's talking or when she's having she has these kind of inner monologue. So so she's like it's like this inner voice that keeps talking and stuff. So you're and kind they of do like that a lot. They do yeah, that a lot. Do it a lot. A lot. So, a lot. 
<laughs> so you're kind of like, okay. <laughs> yeah, know? just uh, that's up. Uh, I'm gonna go and take a look to see what voice uh, options they are, and maybe uh, I mean, you know, maybe it'll be exotic. You know, just like you know when you played a game when they made their own language. You know, it's like uh, throw that's it in the por- right. throw it in the Portuguese and see what happens. You know, <laughs> you never know. But I was like, yeah. Oh. So we'll see. So also dip dip back into my backlog and I'm playing Devil May Cry 5. Long time. I, it, it's a sin and the shame that it's taken me this long to get to this game. Uh, Devil May Cry is one of my favorite beat-em-up series and uh, DMC 5 is right up. I, I don't know how I'd how I'd rank it, but mechanically, I really dig what they're doing. They've got these, uh, what they call devil arms, because uh, Nero got his, his arm chopped off. It's not a spoiler. It was, it's been in all the marketing campaign stuff. So he got his arm chopped off, so it's been replaced by this uh, mechanical arm. And you collect different arms. And what's neat is that each arm has a different function, a different ability. So what you can do is you can uh, discharge an arm mid-combo, and it's basically the equivalent of a super move. Like, there's one that's basically Iron Man's proton cannon from the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom series, oh. which is which is absolutely amazing. <laughs> it's really kind of neat when you finish off a boss with using that. Um, combat is super slick. Uh, I'm playing on the PS5, so it's got that. Well, I'm playing the PS5 version, so it's the 60 frames per second variant because you know frames over frames over graphics all day, every day, particularly in a in an action game. But uh, e- even even with that, it's pretty. I mean, it's real pretty. Uh, so really digging the story there, digging the mechanics, some of the new mechanics that they're bringing into a, a long-standing series, um, and um, <clears throat> really having a lot of fun with that. Next up, I've been playing a little bit of Returnal. I still can't get past the second biome. <laughs> that second mm. boss is still working me. I'm not playing it uh as often as i have been but returnal is a fantastic game it is hard Uh, and it's this game of all the games that i've played recently just continues to remind me that i'm an old man with old man reflexes Mm. (laughs) and and, uh in a in a um somewhat of a gaming masochistic way it it is uh it, it is still it's still a lot of fun it is a joy to play how bad is it? Is it is it worse than the 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 great the ape in Sekiro? Because um, like I remember you talking about that ape. You're yeah. Like, Damn the, the ape, yo. <laughs> the ape is the ape. I think they're pretty close. I mean, they're. I mean, I mean again, I'm an old man. Yeah, I got old man reflexes. So both those games were like. Uh, you know, we're 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 pressing me <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to my uh, my reflexes in this type of game. But really, what it boils down to in Returnal is boss pattern memorization. Yeah, and I just have there's this move that the because I can get to his second his second form or his second stage rather. He doesn't really change form, but 
he does this thing where he flies off screen and he dashes at you. But even if you dodge that, which is easy to do, he's got a wake, like a uh, like an aftershock wake that he leaves after he's uh, flown past you. And my issue was dodging that because the it's not I haven't figured out the spaces where I either need to dodge through it or jump over it because depending where you're standing on the platform that's what you're going to have to do so it's just a matter of figuring that out uh also been playing dragon ball fighters using my hitbox really enjoying that really that that hitbox has really made me uh want to get back into my fighting games again so i'm still having a lot of fun with that using the team of team gohan jiren and base goku and last but not least, uh, not game-related, but TV-related, if I can take a page out of uh, uh, GHR, GH Radio there for a second. I- I've been watching The Punisher, uh, the Netflix yeah. show Punisher. That's really good. I yeah. mean, it's really good. Yeah, I, yeah, really good. I didn't, uh, when I first started watching it, I was like, okay, why does why does the Punisher sound like a stand-in for the Sopranos? I was like, I, 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 I really wasn't quite sure how that was going to how that was all going to fit. But the guy that they've got playing the Punisher is, I guess, maybe because it takes place in New York or on the East Coast anyway. It's it's very believable. Uh, you feel for the guy. And you want to see him uh, bring justice to these fools. And it is a lot of gunplay. Excellent, excellent choreographed fight scenes. I mean, I've, I've really been digging, digging what I've been seeing with that. So I am 10 episodes into the first season and thoroughly enjoying it. So that has been what I've been up to these past couple of weeks. So with that, we're going to move on to our next topic on the docket, which is going to be the main event. All right, Diz, you got the mic, man. All righty. So I know all of y'all have been waiting with bated breath. So you have to wait a little bit longer because uh, a couple of weeks ago, we, we, we asked, uh, we told you that we were going to be giving away um sixty dollars for uh towards your towards a uh assist uh sorry uh, a purchase of your choice it was a, a a game card for so if it's for PSN or for um uh Xbox or or Steam or any one of those other ones um ooh yeah ooh yeah get that ooh, ooh yeah. sixty sixty dollar ooh yeah card yeah yeah ooh yeah ooh yeah card um and so we wanted you to answer a couple questions we we had the first question which was um which was the biggest uh full price game purchase of your reg- uh, of regret you know um and then the second one that we that we asked was sorry the first one we asked for was your top three games of the year you know and then, uh, or was it the other way around? Did I have it right the first time, Joe? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Epi- yeah, it was right the first time. Yeah, Last episode yeah. we threw in because of the fact that we didn't get the question up on Twitter. Yeah. 
um, yeah. before right before we recorded, we pretty much decided to push along to the next yeah. episode. So. Yeah. So we basically uh, asked two questions. And if you answered the question, you know, or participated in it, you know, you get entered in. If you were a part of the Discord, uh, you would get an extra an extra uh, entrance. So people had had up to three chances uh, to get into it. And at the end of us going through our, our questions and and giving us giving us uh, feedback from our community as well as feedback from ourselves, uh, your, your, your hosts, uh, we will uh, live, well, live for us, uh, pick a winner uh, to receive that uh, $60. So, uh, so first, <clears throat> we're going to answer the first question, uh, which was, duh, 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 what was the biggest full price game purchase uh, regret? So what did you spend your hard-earned ducats on, you know, a video game, that at the after you got it and you were super excited and you were like eyes wide, nose open, you put it into that system and you started playing and you're like, this is garbage. What have I done? <laughs> you know, that was that was the what we wanted to uh, we, we wanted to resonate, wanted to feel that, you know. And so uh, we got some people who 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 came in and gave us their thoughts. And the first person was a surgeon fire on our discord. And he says two words to human. And I have to admit, yes, I really wanted to like that game as well. Um, I, I, I tried to like it. I, I was hoping that they were doing something fresh and new and exciting with that, but they didn't. And, and it was just a garbage game. I remember Joe had it and, and I was like, this game is garbage. Um, Good old so. Dennis Dyack and Silicon Knights. So. It was really bad. So, so I feel you. I feel you, like uh, surgeon. I feel you for that. But so, it's, John, it's what? back compatible on the series consoles. If you just why, in case you ever why? wanted to play it. So why? Why? Why would you even bring that up? That's no. Burn that game. Anyway. Uh, Next up is John BT on our Discord said, let's see, I asked for and got E.T. on the Atari for Christmas. <laughs> it, it was That was such a bust. But recently, I'll say my digital purchase of Mario Golf on Switch. Um, you had that E.T. game, didn't you, Joe? I'm trying to remember. I think I did. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but you did you actually travel to that, to that, what was it, that, that giant um area in the desert where they buried all those et cartridges were you part of that no no i did not partake in the new mexico dive for atari <laughs> 2600 i don't think i actually bought et if i did um because back then you can you could return games you know the games didn't come in cellophane or anything like that you just open it up and just take it back to the store and say i, I want to exchange this and on and so forth so i just remember during that time that et was just hot garbage and so was the uh, raiders of the lost art game that atari brought out mm. for the 2600 that was also just uh trash you know it's yeah. nothing, nothing up to the god tier of like some of the activision games back then or uh magic or uh, yars revenge or anything like that yeah. so and and Joe and Joe also feels your pain, John, because he actually bought Mario Golf on the Switch, and uh, he tried he tried to play that game, but it was just he couldn't get with it. He was like, "This game is garbage," and I, I've never seen Joe 
so sad about about a Mario a Mario game and a golf game because Joe you, you might not know is is he's a very you know big sportsman so he loves golf he is a he is a a video game golfer he has he has the gloves he has the outfits he he dresses up when we play golf like he's really really about it and when he played that Mario golf he was just so sad I think he shed a tear is that right Joe. <laughs> Am I putting a little yeah, too much on you, it? Yeah, you, you hit the you hit the nail right on the head there. You know, you put a dollop of uh, dollop of mayo and a little dash of ketchup on yeah, top he, of the shit he, sandwich he, that you're trying to sell. The no, audience. no, and, it, <laughs> and the thing that, the thing that really got me was he even asked me to be his caddy, and I was like, no, Joe, I think you're I think you're <laughs> stepping it. I was I was like, no, I will not be your caddy for this. What game. are you virgin? No, you you mistaken <laughs> it. I asked you to wash my golf balls, sir. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that was a good one, buddy. That was a good one. Uh, yes, Mario Golf Super Rush is uh, quite quite. You know, I hate to say it was disappointing, and I'm glad I bought a physical. That's that's the kind of telltale sign that buying digitally might not be the way to go, even though it's better <laughs> in certain aspects. Because hey, I don't have to go and find the cartridge. I don't have to worry about you know possibly uh, getting all bug up my ass and trying to trade this game in later. But I traded that thing in quicker than you could say quick and if you remember back in the summer it even brought me back to everybody's golf on the playstation 4 yeah because i just wanted a good golf game to play so. yeah he needed a palate cleanser after that one um so willie d on discord says batman returns sega cd i was so disappointed with that game joe montana football as well uh batman return Batman Returns was returned. The clerk just looked at me, but he knew. He knew. Don't you see? And that's the thing. And I know people need to need to sell the games. They need to sell the games, and they don't want to like talk shit about them. But like, I think some people actually know, and they're like, I know I can't say this 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 game is hot garbage because I know we need to get these numbers up. But but we'll see if you're back or not. <laughs> I never played it. I never played. Uh, either of those games and not a football game did either of you play those games or did you steer clear kev did you did you play either of those games or did you still or did you steer clear oh i know you did joe though right yeah i played the uh, batman returns and i think i had it and i uh, sold it you know i bought it used and i traded it afterwards the thing about that that game it was mainly a racing game with some segments some um you know side scrolling elements right. In between on there and uh, yeah, the big sell on the game was the fact that the cd version had those 3d racing bits but the Ooh. game game overall was like kind of hot garbage it, it, it was a mess it wasn't as bad as like an, an acclaim game from back then mm. i can tell you that it was a little bit better than that but it was like really hard on there and uh i just felt like uh the konami batman returns game for the snes the super nes oh, that was very good way uh, better yeah, way better and then yeah, yeah joe, joe montana football you know back then is when i delved into sports gaming and of course yeah that game was pretty much compared <laughs> to the john madden football rest in peace john madden yes there, rest so. in peace um and so uh, Winds of Transylvania um, at uh, Ives, Ives Alive Ives Alive on Twitter says Persona 5. 
but he, he has extra stuff to say. He said, thought I would start it right away, but it's sad my black backlog. Then, of course, once I started, the Royal Edition was announced. That sucks, buddy. <laughs> that sucks so bad because you're like, yes, yeah, finally going to get to it. And then a better edition comes out. I felt that way when, um, when, um, when basically a whole system came out. I bought the Wii and I was like, yay. And then the Wii, then the Wii U came out and I was like, God damn it. Nintendo. <laughs> And I, I, I literally, I literally didn't buy the Wii U. I was like, I already bought a Wii. Uh-uh, I'm not buying that. I'm not buying that system out of principle. <laughs> Screw that. Yeah, that was pretty bad. But I totally understand. I totally understand. Um, any regrets for you, Kev? Because I know you haven't played the Royal Edition, right? No, I'm, I'm not because the Royal is not canon. Oh, they, there you go. Yeah, they've come out and they've said that the, the characters in Royal are, are, are in, a, in Royal are don't it doesn't take place in the official persona 5 canon so I, i'm not too worried about it okay cool um so for my uh i'm gonna toss it to myself for my um games of regret i'd have to say it's a toss-up between anthem and marvel's avengers um i am i'm an optimistic guy uh just just by nature i'm optimistic and so i try to look for the good Woo, those two games, like I really tried hard, uh, especially for Anthem, but that was just DOA on arrival. I, I tried very hard. I thought the flight mechanics were really good, um, but just overall, having paid for that experience full price, you know, just being hyped, like that was the, that was the first time in a long time that I had I had fallen for hype so hard was for that game, and I was just like, and I was just like, no, and then. And just the, the whole backlog about what happened and then how it affected um, how it affected Andromeda or Mass Effect Andromeda and everything. It's just just that whole that whole saga is just was just disappointing for me. Um, and then the last one is Marvel's Avengers. And I think that was just that was just because, again, I brought into the hype of being a longtime comic book fan being a you know a, a marvel fan and really wanting um a, a video game representation of the movies and that's just that's just not what what i got and so my expectations on both of those got the best of me you know and but they just proved to be for me not very good games um on the onset although i would say marvel's avengers is better than better than anthem but it's just it's just how that that game is was marketed and how and they they continue to monetize it and just and just do what's just just run their business is just not anything that i just want to be a part of so i would have to say that and then and for my classic game i just brought this one up because i for some reason just popped in my head and and joe might you know give me side eye about this but i'd have to say sacred um two um was just that game and I think I think I actually played full price for that to play with them, and and that was one of my that was one of the first ARPG games I played, um, and and it was just kind of the and I'm surprised that that game did not completely turn me off from the whole genre, but whew, that game that game <laughs> that game was just man oh man oh man oh man oh man, and then and then and then that that is a testament that is a testament to to how powerful um 
playing with your friends is because I played that game with Joe, <laughs> Joe and his his ex wife. We played that game like crazy, and that game was hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And I got to wash say your that. mouth. Wash your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and is isn't that backwards compat too, Joe? Is that what you're gonna say? That backwards um, yeah, it's back compat. They just added it with the last update, and. Uh, you know, your opinion is not exactly. I mean, I'm looking at Metacritic right now, and it's you know, like, you know 71 percent for no. Sacred. So that's for Sacred Two. Sacred Two, that's correct. Those people, those people are smoking crack. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> I enjoyed that game quite a bit. So am yeah, I smoking and, crack? Uh, you huh? know what, my friend? All I can say to you is uh, crack uh, is whack. <laughs> crack is whack, buddy. Okay. Gosh. Yeah. All right. Opinions are just, you know, I have <laughs> to be holder. I have Don't to be holder there, sir. All right. So, so back to back to our to 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 our respondents. So, Max Flint at Odin is with us on Twitter says this year was full of disappointments and regrets game wise. Okay, but what shocked me most is GTA uh, GTA the the trilogy uh, the definitive edition. These games were my favorite back in my childhood, and what I saw in new ones, I don't know where to start. Just awful. The worst remaster. Um, I'd have to agree. Um, I was really super excited for it, and when I saw, when I actually saw what it looked like, I was like, wow. Like, they literally are are grabbing the money and running. Um, I know, Kev, you had, I, I know that you were really disappointed about this. I mean, what were your thoughts about this? Like, is he right on? Yeah, I was very disappointed in it, but I received maybe a couple hours worth of just really hard belly belly laughs <laughs> looking at the bug compilations on YouTube. Oh, yes. Those will whatever kind of day you're having, you watch one of those and you will feel <laughs> a thousand times better. And maybe not if you purchase that game. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean this was just like man hey let's go ahead and let's not only do a cash grab let's not even do any qa and just <laughs> put this out and the people will continue to buy it i mean uh mm. yeah this was just this this was heinous this was absolutely heinous uh i don't know it's... and i don't think they're even gonna fix it like i think they're just like this is it Oh, they have claimed fixes. They've done fixes, and like they fixed the rain. The rain still looks terrible, by yeah, the way. I don't, I don't the, see the fixes. The the rain still looks terrible, but at least when you're indoors, it doesn't rain on your head. You That's know, true. whether you're under a bridge or or inside a room, but bugs are still a, a popping off a of plenty, and that game. Man, you want to talk about chewing up good? Well, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm not so sure that they chewed up Goodwill because I guarantee you, the minute they announce Grand Theft Auto Six, oh yeah, people are gonna forget all about oh, yeah. the remaster. They're gonna forget all about it. What? What? Bugs? What? What? Rockstar? No, no, they're great. I guarantee you they'll forget about it. And depending on how it, depending on how it is, I'll probably be one of them who'll forget about mm -hmm. it too. Well, people have short memories, and so once you know, hey, 
<clears throat> you know, it's okay. You know, as, as I mean, remember, you're only as you're only as bad as your as your last flop. You know, so you know if you're able to come to the table with something good and and redeem, you know, and, hey, let's 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 work it out. Let's make it work. Let's make it happen. So then I think that's what they're gonna do. So. Um, okay, so Smash Bros at Smash Broski on Twitter says, I would probably say AC uh, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The game isn't that bad, but being the completionist that I am, I found it quite tedious and monotonous going forward. I've sunk about seventy about seventy plus hours. God damn. And I felt like I was just only I was I was only just starting to scratch the surface. It goes on and on and on. Yeah, I can't stand games like that. It's like get to it. You know, or or if you can't, or if you can or you don't want to, you know, just just let me know where I can hop off. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That that is super crazy. Have either of you played that? I haven't played it. Oh, I will not play that game. Mm-mm. I haven't Joe? played it yet, but uh, I do own it. So, okay. uh, well, kind of looking looking forward to checking it out. You know, I got. Um, I think I've mentioned before. I don't have like a deep like okay, Assassin's Creed should be like this. Uh, kind of framework in mind so i'm just gonna judge the game uh, i played odyssey a bit and uh, just haven't gotten to it yet so yeah no desire to play any of them so uh perfect dark revival squad at uh bat blast back on twitter says cursed crusade which <laughs> which has since been dubbed cursed crap in the household talk about a demo that seemed solid only for only for full release to fall abysmally abysmally short sections are close to impossible in couch co-op you gotta roll with the ai instead to avoid both players getting swarmed uh wow i've never heard of this game actually uh joe you you're usually our 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 game historian and game you know person uh what can you tell me what can you tell us about cursed crusade uh i think i might own it but uh (laughs) it's originally a game came out um in 2011 and it was released it was published in north america by atlas but it was a european game and it was like a like a action hack and slash it was a multiplayer hack and slash it's like it was based out of like uh the 12th century paris on there and you were a member of the knights templar uh on there fighting in the third crusade on there and uh, i remember the game kind of came out and uh you know it didn't do so well i bought it but i don't think i ever got chance to play it i'll have to <laughs> confirm maybe i should you know put myself on mute and go run into the game room and see if it's there or not but uh, like now i want to now i want to see like i want to see if you like have this because like now i'm all like okay like i like i i am a sucker for for crazy games that <clears throat> that like that you know these weird ass games but but if if joe has it i totally want to like hear about it so no so, uh, it's kind of similar to Eurojank, like the you know at the time like divinity i think if you know even though divinity has kind of proven itself way better well the uh, the first the first couple of the divinity games were before it before it turned into like the original sin those were kind of those were kind of janky and i i remember uh playing them and and seeing them be you know, and and experiencing them myself, so I I can totally understand 
um, the 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 jankiness of them. <laughs> yeah, and I remember when this game came out. It kind of came out. It's like you know, just curious because it was an Atlas game, and at that time, Atlas was more into the publishing side, meaning they were just trying to find games to bring out versus you know producing games. This is back when. Uh, Obviously, they're picking up games, you know, some with great successes like Demon Souls because Sony didn't want to bring it out for whatever reason. And so they published the original Demon Souls in the U.S. and Europe. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I don't I never had high uh, aspirations for this game to say it's like my biggest disappointment ever. But uh, <laughs> it is what it is, you know. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd love to see if this game's like more of a like a, an unheralded gem from back then because there's like some games like you know the game Kev mentioned, I think last episode, the Knights Contract that just everyone kind of it came and went, but uh, for people that actually played it, they actually enjoyed it quite a bit. So well, you never know. You, you honestly never know what what's gonna pop up. Um, and be and be looks really like good. I avoid the curse crusade. It didn't curse my collection for whatever reason. So oh well, there you go. I'm very surprised. Even so, though I, I'm I'm di- I'm looking, but uh, I don't I don't see it. So okay, might be in a box somewhere. Who knows? So okay, so Alex Alex Vance at Alex Vance uh, twenty on Twitter uh, says Battlefield 2042. No comments. The worst game of 2021. Thank you. Well, you're welcome, my friend. I don't play Battlefield. I think the only Battlefield game I ever played was Battlefield, the Star Wars Battlefield. And I only played the... Um, I only ever played the the campaign. I never played the uh, online stuff. Now it's just because I'm a Star Wars uh, fan and it was free on Games Pass. So that's the only reason why it, it ever made it and, and I played it. So... So yeah, I don't. I totally believe uh, what you're saying. I've never once wanted to play a Battlefield game, and I probably won't again. So uh, the game's been very divisive in the community. There's some people, you know, that have stated it's gotten better as it's been patched and whatnot. And uh, for anyone that has Games Pass, you know, you have EA Play, and of course, there's a 10-hour uh, free demo so you could kind of make up your own mind on the game it might give you enough uh, impetus and you know I, you could kind of tell when uh, a triple a shooter like that kind of is not doing so well when it gets like discounted almost immediately once it comes out like you know battlefield <laughs> 2042 came out a couple weeks before um, black friday and basically it was down to like you know 35 30 bucks as certain retailers, so. FYI, you know what you're looking for. Yep. Garbage. Garbage. So I'm going to kick it over to Kevin. And Kevin, uh, what was one of your uh, most disappointed games? Uh, Hands down, Ninja Gaiden 3. But why? I mean, without, without question. And, you know, for those who don't know, is okay. Uh, the Ninja Gaiden series is is one that's very near and dear to my heart. It's my favorite 3D action. You know, it's not a hack and slasher, or I'd say beat 'em up. You know, technical beat 'em up game series ever. I, I even like it more than Devil May Cry. It's 
I me me and me and Ninja Gaiden go. It was the reason why I bought an original Xbox. You know, there's there's a lot of story, a lot of story here, a lot of hours uh, pushing my reflexes to the limit, uh, playing the Hurricane Pack, playing the Ninja Challenges, playing you know, and Ninja Gaiden Two was e- even though Itagaki was on his way out, you could tell that he was phoning it in. It's in many aspects the action was still on point bringing in the the uh mortally wounded enemies and having them and having having them add a, a additional greater threat layer to the combat really kept you on your toes i i it was the first time i'd ever seen anything in a, in a 3d action game uh along those lines just, just freaking fantastic series in my opinion then comes Ninja Gaiden 3. Okay. I went all out. I bought the the dumbass edition with the statue, the 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 steel book, the whatever whatever else nonsense that came with it. That that thing is still in in my garage somewhere. Taken took it home. Can't wait. Now mind you, I'd already heard that people were trashing it. I was like, yeah, you know, these people don't, they don't know nothing about Ninja Gaiden. You know, what, you know, what, 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 what do these guys know? They, these, these, these paid shills, you know, they're, 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 they're whatever. I'm going to play it. From the time I started the game, there were problems. Mm. Uh, the combat was off. This whole thing where, you know, uh, Ryu's arm is cursed and you've got to do these, you know, gut checks and stab the stab the guy in the gut. And it's more like a quick time event than an actual uh, finishing move that requires skill like the like like in, particularly in the second game was very disappointing. Then they go ahead and they create this this gentler, kinder politically correct Rio Hayabusa who was uh, uh, bonding with this Japanese uh, federal agent's daughter as they as they uh, work together to foil the, the the spider ninja clan and I'm, I'm like why why is he in a soap opera this the, the this this isn't Ninja Guy. Now all he does is kill Spider Ninja. That that's what is <laughs> that's his role. That's what he do, right? That's all he's supposed to do. And then, then, the piss poor mechanics. I'm oh, okay. The 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 Dubai level is completely broken, where you have to you fight this attack helicopter on the roof of this unfinished skyscraper. If basically, if you stand in the uh, uh, the lower right hand quadrant, and I don't know if this has been patched out or not, but if you stand in the lower right hand quadrant uh, 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 area where these unfin where this unfinished sky- skyscraper, these girders are, and you use your bow and arrow, you can literally just stand there and just shoot the boss. He'll throw mm-hmm. missiles. He'll launch ninja. They'll just run around you. They won't do anything. Camera control is horrible. 
I, I, I mean, it, it was, I was like, what is going on? And I sat there like a fool. And I finished that game in one night, played it on the hardest wow. available level, hardest available, because I was bound to determine, I was saying, this has got to get better at some point. They would Famous not do word. Ninja Gaiden like this. Team Ninja would not would not jump the shark this bad. Oh, but they did. Oh, but they did. I mean, enemy the enemies looked like like it's like no creativity in the enemies. You only had the only you only had the the dragon sword. Didn't have any other weapons. It was just like man. I don't know what y'all were thinking. I, I I really and then and then they have the nerve to try and well we'll we'll, we'll come up with 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 the bleeding edge or bladed edge or whatever subtitle they gave Ninja Gaiden three that didn't razor's fix, edge razor's, razor's edge. edge that didn't fix anything it okay so now you've got dismemberment back oh joy the rest of the game is still crap just just uh I'm sorry Kev just 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 bad bad all the way around i i I, and i finished that i said i will be damned this i don't (laughs) what the heck were they thinking what the heck when i i took the game back the following day i finished that game i rolled credits on that game and i was just in shock at just how terrible ninja gaiden 3 was they Mm. just really bad I'm sorry, Kev. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So uh, on to our next uh, person uh, who responded. So that was Double uh, uh, F uh, 2018 at Fred French, Mr. Mustard uh, 2017, Fred French 2017 on Twitter, uh, says, just dance. There, I said it. Nothing wrong with that, buddy. You know, I'm sure, like, I know you got little kids and you know, you're probably dancing it up, you know, on a birthday or something. It's okay, buddy. You know, it's okay. We we, we can commiserate with you. I mean, I've never bought one, but hey, you know. <laughs> um, Devious Mr. Matt at Devious Mr. Matt on Twitter says, Biomutant played about an hour and instantly regretted the purchase. Uh, I feel you, buddy. I I had a lot of hopes and dreams for that game. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was pretty disappointing, very disappointing. Uh, did you ever get around to playing that, Joe? Nope, still sitting on my shelf and my backlog. So it's mm. fifteen bucks at GameStop as we speak. So mm. it was it was bad. It was bad. Um, uh, Blackness Everdeen, aka Alfred, uh, at G H Radio uh, underscore Maverick. Thank you, Alfred, for coming in and participating. Um, even though the three of us uh, are cannot win, you definitely can. So um, he says, I didn't play full price for this game, but I bought it and immediately regretted it. It was Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Don't say that. Don't say that. That's the one that Joe keeps wanting me to play. And we were going to play it. We were going to play it. Like, Still can't. Six bucks <laughs> at GameStop right now. Go, go, go get some. Uh, the reason why it's six bucks so i mean alfred alfred if 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 joe and i play it would you would you play it would you come back and play with us and give it a whole good a good old team 
you know, uh, uh, GH Radio and uh, and Gaming Vessels, you know, Game Night. We can just commiserate how bad the game is. <laughs> no, it's on Xbox, so that'd be probably negatory for him either way. But well, I'm just saying though, because it's like we, there's got to be better ways for the two podcasts to meet <laughs> instead of playing a shitty ass game. So, <laughs> uh, so AWD at Mr. Walker two four two on Twitter says Street Fighter Five. I wonder. Um, I never played Street Fighter Five, um, and I know both of you have. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because you guys are you guys are my my the, the fighting guys for me, especially Kev. You know, was was Street Fighter Five pretty bad? It was. It, oh, it, okay. it particular well, not mechanically. I think Street Fighter Five mechanically was very sound, much better than four. But where it failed miserably was in content, particularly when they were when you had what was it, Mortal Kombat ten or nine? I can't remember which which Mortal Kombat was out. And Mortal Kombat has this in depth story with all the characters, mm. uh, this deep lore. They go into this lore of the Outworld and everything else. And Street Fighter Five basically patched in single player content per character <laughs> it's uh. like okay we got you got nash's story oh you got cammy's story oh well it is and, and and the stories the, the 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 stories themselves were about two or three matches and then this uh, this ending uh what would you call it uh text scrolling text oh, over wow. this uh <laughs> over this uh animated with something like an like a like an animated still it's it just very bad very yeah. bad I, I i think some other things have been patched into it with regard to that but nothing even close to what game what fighting games like uh, mortal kombat have been doing with their uh campaign content so that's that's where street fighter 5 failed sounds bad just, yeah, I haven't really played it too much. In fact, ironically, I just downloaded it because I wanted to test out a new fighting pad controller. And I was going to actually just play around with it and get an idea of how the game was and kind of get a feel for it. So so you might be uh, on the playlist talking about Street Fighter V. Oh. I know we went to Evo a few years ago, and I enjoyed what I watched, at least in the competition-wise. So. All righty. Well, then you never know. Keep an open uh, mind. I mean, yeah. I have no, just like when we talk about uh, Assassin's Creed, I, you know, I'll be able to give my point of view once I'm able to see it with my own two beady eyes and kind of get a feel for how the game is now on there. But I do remember that it was very disappointing when it first came out. It was half-baked for sure. So mm. Okay. Um, Sam at uh, Velikas on Twitter says, Breath of the Wild, I try. I've tried and tried to play this game without falling asleep. Well, mm. <laughs> um, and you're not wrong, because uh, <laughs> I tried with that game as well. It's a pretty game. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I, I totally understand where you're coming from with that game. I have tried. I have tried uh, as well. And... Uh, this past weekend, I don't know why I fell into a into like a Legend of Zelda kind of. Uh, I, I jumped in the rabbit hole and fell in, and so I was I was reading because it has like multiple timelines, and depending on 
uh, what you what you believe. And so I read all the timelines and all the games for all the different timelines, like the the timeline where there was no hero, the child timeline, and then the adult timeline. And it's great because this game, Breath of the Wild, just completely throws all that out. And they say, you know, it's up to the player to determine which one is the real like backstory. And I'm like, okay, that's that's fine. They're all canon or they're not canon. Doesn't matter. But I'm so trying. So I'm sitting there and I'm trying to play the game, and like the the shit constantly breaking. That's something that just really annoys the crap out of me. Number one, and then yeah. and then yeah, and then I'm just so. I'm, but I'm trying really hard to like play the game and and get it. And I don't know if I ever will. But but I feel you. I know you had a, almost the same thing, Kev. Right? Yeah. Well, that's why I didn't play the game. It's uh, like. I mean, when you tell me that the Master Sword breaks, it's like, well, the Master Sword is supposed to be the strongest weapon in the game. How can it? How are you gonna make it make it break? No, no, yeah. miss me with that. Just didn't make any sense. I don't just, know. Just, just, just play uh, Calamity. The oh, Muso, fair. the Muso. That, that's a, that's a. It's got a good story, better action, and your weapons don't break. Well, there you go. There you go. Um, so um, Gerald on Discord says, biggest regret at the beginning was Fallout 76. What? Uh, but my son and I pre-ordered on PC so we can play online co-op, but the game was broken with bugs and the like. After all the patches and bug fixes, we decided to go back and try it out. And to our surprise, it was fun. And we played that thing for like thousands of hours on steam there is a faithful community till this day and the game is still getting updates see look at that see gerald turned a negative into a positive thank you gerald um <laughs> we're still not playing fallout 76 but thank no. you for trying so <laughs> um so uh crucial chase on discord says uh most regret was destiny one at launch it grew into something i loved but it was trash at launch second totally agree people don't even know it took around four hours to beat all content and all legendaries were all the same power level except raid gear and exotics equal equaled raid gear max was like 25 with full raid gear it sucked yeah um i i missed a lot of that um, because I didn't get into Destiny until a couple months after Joe and Kev got into it. And the reason why, I told the story a long time ago, but the reason why I got into Destiny was because I wanted to find a game that I could play with Joe. And I did not like first person. I still technically don't, but I'm more willing, I'm more, much more forgiving and I've gotten a lot better at it. But I cannot stand first person combat with like fighting other people and doing first person. Can't stand it. I just miss me with all of that. But but I've I have gotten better at it, and so that was the first game that I that really got me to play a first person shooter type of game, or even a first person uh, game in, at all. Now I can play them with relative ease, and it's not too bad. But but yeah, Destiny One was 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 hot garbage at the beginning, in my opinion. Uh, either of you guys want to chime in on that? It's been so long since I played Destiny <laughs> One. I don't even. <laughs> I enjoyed what I played at the beginning. I mean, obviously, we were kind of left kind of, especially around the loot cave and all that crap on there and kind of ran out of things to do. But it eventually ramped up to be the game that we really were into on there. Silence our screams. Silence our screams. It's Omnigal. Oh, Lord, Omnigal. 
Ooh, I'm gonna go. I'll never forget. That was the first. That was the first raid I ever played, and you. I was like so nervous. I'm like, I've gotta. I'm not, I'm gonna do everything wrong. It's gonna that, be horrible. That, that, that was, was a great. strike. That was that a strike. Was a sorry, strike. sorry, sorry, sorry. That was the first strike. Sorry. That I was wish the, the raids were like that. The raids oh. is the thing that I dislike the most about yeah, that series. That's true. Sorry. I hated the raids. Yeah, all the mechanics and everything. Yeah. yeah they, they were kind of a bit all over the, for me they were a bit all over the place the strikes were much more straightforward mm-hmm. that gear working for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's the shotgun going for you <laughs> uh, speaking of shotguns joe uh, why don't you why don't you end the segment and tell us what your game is before we move on to the to our to our last to, to, sorry, to our next uh, main event question. What was your game? Biggest gaming disappointment that I had paid full price for was this game called Left Alive mm. on there. Um, if you don't know what Left Alive is, glad that you, you do not know what it is. Basically, it was a game Hi. that came out from Square Enix. It came out in 2019. It was a, a spinoff of uh, Front Mission. It was a, a stealth-based third-person shooter with some survival elements, and I thought it was just going to be the bomb. I enjoyed the artist. The artist that they did got to do the character designs was the same guy that worked on the Metal Gear series. And, um, you know, they had some people that were previously of uh, from software and um, uh, from, like, the Armored Core team and whatnot. And... Uh, yeah, uh, this game came out and it was just a lot of garbage, man. And then they had some cool mechs in the game too. They had some guy that worked on Xenoblade Chronicles X do some of the um, mech designs in this game as well. But uh, you know, you had to play like in the city, city doing a lot of like guerrilla type warfare. And uh, you know, I played it for a little bit, but uh, you know, pretty much it was pandas being like one one of the worst or the worst game of 2019 on there and the it kicker was not a good for game. kicker for me is that i was into winners so i ordered a collector's edition i got a like a mech like a uh, statue and i got the steelbook steelbook haha but after shipping after everything i paid 200 dollars for this, this whoa game. uh Two out of ten game, three out of ten game, just L stinker. So, and obviously, I'm not going to return it or do anything. But uh, you know, it's just kind of just a, a miss. And so, this kind of you know, I don't know as far as me, uh, you know, being enthusiastic about a new IP as much, <laughs> depending. But you know, Square Enix sometimes they do miss, unfortunately. And we've seen that with other games that. That they brought out, you know, Balan, Wonder World, and uh, God, what's that other uh, um, other game that they brought out? Fortunately, only brought it out for uh, PlayStation Network. They didn't bring a physical out, but the uh, Quiet Man. I don't know if you've oh, seen. Oh, Quiet Man, yeah. Yeah, footage of that. As far as any classic games, because John BT got kind of got my brain stirring thinking about ET, but. Uh, uh, the Atari 2600 version of Donkey Kong was a bunch of hot garbage. Hot diggity diggity garbage. And it made it so worth it once I got that new ColecoVision in my possession with that uh, beautiful conversion of Donkey Kong in my living room at some point. So 
on there. You know, a lot of people say Pac-Man for 2600 was egregiously bad too, and it was, but I still enjoyed it for what it was. So, yeah. remember, always one one person's garbage is another person's trash. So, treasure. You know, Treasure, and television yeah. version of Donkey Kong wasn't too far behind that. It was oh. garbage, too. It's just, wow. that's why the market crashed back then, because there's no really quality control back then. But, you know, I know if I had an Activision logo or a Magic logo on it, it's pretty much good to go. Everything else is just uh, Hot. Hot beware, cocker. buyer beware. It just depends. Even Atari, I mean, pretty much so. Hmm. <clears throat> well okay everybody thank you so much again for everyone who took the time to chime in uh for that first question so our second question is uh what are the top three games of the year and that's in a year uh we'd like to open this up uh because we want to give all games uh, a shout out and we know that because we have backlogs and backlogs do exist um we want to we want people to give us the the top three games that they played throughout the year and they don't have to be games that were listed or that came out within 2021 because a lot of us like i said before have a lot of um backlogs and so we wanted this to be a game that really just kind of this kind of took a lot of your time and that you really really enjoyed and so uh to start us off is uh hoodie ninja at hoodie ninja on twitter says uh, ghost of tsushima uh demio and inscription so yeah all all three solid games especially in inscription that is a card game if, for those who don't know and uh it's just bizarre um it 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 is a it's a card game but it's much more than just a card game it's like you you're you're in this cabin with this weird thing you know, you're not really sure what it is because it's in the shadow and it keeps it, and it keeps putting on masks and it has these really weird eyes and it's just very unsettling. But there's all this different stuff around the room that if you can crack the codes, you can get more information about where you are. And it's a very uh, engaging but creepy, creepy game. It's just a weird game. And if you if you have a if you have a, if you like creepy games or you want to experience and you like card games, it's a very simple card game. But it's just the atmosphere that it creates is just bananas. Uh, you should really like if you like card type games, you should really check it out. Um, uh, Smash Bro at Smash uh, Broski uh, underscore on Twitter says, I'm going to pick my top three from across three main gaming platforms. So he says Forza Horizon 5 on Xbox, uh, Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury on Switch, and The Last of Us 2 for PlayStation. All solid choices. All solid choices, especially that Forza Horizon 5. Right, Kev? Then are you loving it? Mmm. <laughs> no, it's it's a good game. It's good. Yeah, does he just loves driving around with luchadors in his car? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Rage Quit Gamer at Rage uh, Quit Gamer on Twitter says top three games of 2021 in no particular order are Resident Evil Village, Metroid Dread, and Psychonauts 2. In fact. In terms of gaming, last year it was very good for me, and I was really looking forward to what games, uh, what 2020 brings us all games, brings us all gamers. Um, yeah, um, I still need to play Metroid Dread. I have it. 
and I still need to play Psychonauts 2. My partner's played Psychonauts 2, and it looks it looks fantastic. Um, I know you beat Resident Evil Village, right, Kev? I did. I did. Um, and it's a fantastic game. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I know that you were just really... Um, you were really... I know I remember you playing that quite a bit uh, during, our, during our other play sessions, so... Yeah. Uh, speaking of Kev, uh, Kev, why don't you give us your top three? Okay, my top three, starting with number three, and well, I'll start with my honorable mentions. Yeah, I'm going to say Monster Hunter Rise and Returnal are my honorable mentions. Uh, okay, Monster Hunter Rise. The reason it it's it's staying in honorable mention is because it, I'm a world guy and it took me a long while to get used to Rise. That that I am not a fan of that wire bug. <laughs> it took me a while to grasp that, and I I just like I just like the overall environment that world presents. You know much better than than Rise does. So. That's why it's there. And Returnal, uh, I've been having a lot of fun with that, and that's why those two games take uh, an honorable mention. Um, number three, um, Resident Evil 8 was probably going to take that spot, but it it got bumped out by Bladed Fury. It's I don't know. When, once I get into, once I get into, there are some games that just have that that hit that uh, shown enough gamer bone. Uh, funny bone in my elbow (laughs) and bladed fury is just one of them you know i talked about it early at the beginning great 2d uh action game it's fantastic number two ratchet and clank rift apart one of the most graphically impressive games uh you'll see on any platform uh a lot of fun almost no loading times at all but it's no gunk right (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, oh no! It is. It's definitely not gunk. <laughs> it is definitely not gunk. It's like y'all need to stop that. You know, yeah. Crack, crack is whack. You know, mm-hmm. like like Michael Jordan said in that commercial, "Stop, get some help." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and number one, Final Fantasy VII remake. I mean. That game, of course, that game did not come out last year. It 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 it's it's it has been sitting in my backlog for a while. It was one of those games that I wanted to wait until I had a PlayStation Five, and there were some PlayStation Five uh, uh, bonuses such as frame rate and all that good stuff uh, included. And I'm so glad I waited. I am so glad I waited. That game is absolutely phenomenal. Um, that is how you do a remake, mm. without question, without question. So, those are my choices. All righty. Um, so we're gonna move back to our respondents. So, Double uh, F, uh, twenty eighteen at Fred French, uh, twenty seventeen. Your friend and mine, Mister Mustard, on Twitter says uh, number three, Ghost of Tsushima. Number two, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. And number one, Halo Infinite. Okay, okay. Again, I haven't played a Halo game, so uh, I'll take your word for it. And uh, and yeah, let's see. Uh, 
but yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, definitely, definitely a fantastic game. Haven't played R- uh, Ratchet and Clank yet, but but I know that it's really good. Uh, Captain Mike M at Captain Mike M on Twitter says it takes two Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Those is one and two. And then number three was Guardians of the Galaxy. OK, someone for it takes two. I guess you were very happy when it won the gaming award. Um, uh, yeah. Game um, of the year. Game of the year. Yeah. Game of the year award. Uh, WT Famicom at uh, Gaming Podcast at WT uh, Famicom on Twitter says Disco Elysium uh, Final Cut uh, PS4 Narita Boy PS4 and Quake Remaster on the Switch. I've been looking at Narita Boy and I don't know. I've, I've wanted to play it, but I just haven't pulled the trigger on it. Have you ever played that, Joe? I haven't tried it yet. It's in my uh, Game Pass <laughs> backlog, unfortunately. So. Oh, oh, it's on Games Pass. Well, that's great. Then I can yeah. definitely take a that. Then I can definitely take a look at it. Cool. Um. All right. Speaking of Joe, Joe, what are your uh, top three of the year? Uh, for my top three, let's start off with my honorable mentions, of course, and. My honorable mentions are basically going to be some of the games I did play uh, a little bit. Uh, one game I was playing quite a bit at the beginning of the year was uh, Torchlight 2 on there. I know that we were holding off playing Torchlight 3, which might have been a great thing because I've heard nothing but bad things about that game. But yeah, They're making a new one, so hopefully it can, they can redeem themselves. Oh, the, the new one is uh, basically a mobile first, and it's being done by a different team. So. I'm trying to – hey – I'm trying to be I'm trying to be hopeful. Yeah. And also <laughs> to uh Dragon Quest 11, you know, I'm still you know making my way through that game, but I enjoyed what I played so far this year on there. Uh, of course, good old Titan Quest, especially um and you know, right now currently in the Immortal Throne content, but uh, you know, me and you Desmond were playing Titan Quest quite a bit this year this past year and so you know, definitely something that we want to throw an honorable mention on there, you know, because we kind of picked it up. I, we were playing a couple of years ago, and I enjoyed it quite a bit, but I never got to the end. And, uh, well, we beat the first game. Yeah, beat the first game. We beat it this year, this mm-hmm. past year. So we got to get so, back to that, too. Yeah. You know, we'll we'll see. I know after Grim Dawn, I don't know, it's probably be hard to get you to go back to such Not a business. Necessarily. Not necessarily. All right. Just, we'll see. And of course, another game I'm going to mention that we, you know, for a minute were really into, and uh, it was Aliens Colonial Marines on there. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think out of all the games we played, I think this game is more apt for us, you know, cooperative play. You know, it's just not the same playing it single player versus uh, multiplayer Agreed. on there. And, uh, Kind of made it so that, you know, I I would kind of consider Aliens, Colonial Marines, and my number three game this past year, Outriders, as being kind of a cut of the same cloth. But I think Outriders has a little bit more oomph as far as uh, gameplay is concerned, where mm-hmm. it could you know, support single player playthroughs a little bit better. So and I'd say Outriders, I had quite a bit of fun when we game first came out. I know we dropped it. Kind of like a hot potato because of the fact of all the you know bugs at launch and whatnot. But you know, from what we played of it, I still considered it uh, you know quite good. I mean, I played it over and over as far as the beginning portion of the game because you know I 
was supporting Desmond and his, his quest to find the ultimate character, you know. Leave me alone. <laughs> you know, you know, I know finding the 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 ultimate character is a sacred thing for you to do, so Leave me alone. <laughs> but enjoyed it quite a bit. I don't know if it's honorable mention for any, uh for you, Kev too. I know we've been dabbling in that game off and on this year, but Yeah, it 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 probably would, but I had already got two honorable mentions. I didn't want to, <laughs> didn't want to shoehorn shoehorn a third. Yeah, and if there was, sure. if I was going to put one, it it would have been Resident Evil Eight. Uh, would have been a, an honorable mention instead of. But I I have been playing Out Outriders. It's fun. Yeah, uh, my number two, uh, another game that uh, I was super hyped for. I think Desmond was super hyped for as well, and that's going to be Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis mm-hmm. on there. I'm a big PSO fan from back in the day, back in the Dreamcast slash GameCube slash Xbox. You know, I played on multiple platforms, and so, um, you know, even the PSP version, which is quite excellent as well. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed what I played at this game so far, you know, just you know, I think if you listened on the show for the year uh, prior, you could tell that we were enthusiastic about it. We definitely enjoyed it. There's a lot of MMO jank with this game. You know, I, I love the fact that's free to play, but uh, there's no like monetization as far as you know, pay to win or anything like that. It's just a lot of costumes and a lot of ancillary stuff. But uh, you know, in of itself, the game really should be a advertised as a early access or a beta because it was bare bones. And, Agreed, uh, 100%. You know, I haven't gotten back in a couple weeks uh, prior to the recording of this show. Right now, there was a big content drop and update with a new uh, territory and whatnot, and I'm looking forward to getting back into it on there. And, uh, you know, I love the fact that throughout the year, they gave us enough uh, meat you know, some character classes dropped and uh, was able to take the time to, you know, level up said character classes and so on and so forth. And, you know, I looked at my time clock on this game. I got like maybe about 150, 160 hours into this game this year. So this is definitely something to where I got into a nice pattern to play this, do dailies, do my weekly uh, challenges and, you know, kind of just maintain for a while on there and i still enjoy the gameplay it's very phonetic it has some elements of xeno uh blade chronicles in it because of the openness of the world and whatnot and i'm looking forward to kind of diving back in in 2022 so and uh, my number one game for 2021 is going to be monster hunter rise i think capcom hit the nail on the head with this one um, it took me a little bit of time um, to get the wire bug down, but after I got the wire bug down, I really enjoyed the traversal in the game quite a bit. And, um, you know, it kind of played more like the portable or prior games in the Monster Hunter series that I n- very much loved on there. You know, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, Monster Hunter 4, you know, great games in of itself by itself. And so this game uh, was great. And I kind of regret kind of falling off on it after you know obviously it's real easy to beat the campaign but there's a lot of in-game content and uh, it might be something i'm still contemplating on dipping into the pc launch coming up in the next couple weeks and uh resuming my gameplay there on there that way when uh, when the expansion comes out later on this year i might be playing on pc so 
I might be with uh, Ren <laughs> on PC. You can never know. We'll have to see. So there you go. Uh, yeah, Monster Hunter Rise is definitely my top choice of 2021. So just kiss. It's cool. Uh, <clears throat> well, John BT on Discord says, uh, pretty surprising, but of my top three, two were Switch exclusives, and the last I played on Switch only. Oh, look at this Switch fanboy over here. <laughs> His number three was Axion Verge 2. Uh, Metroid Dread was his number two, and Monster Hunter Rise was his number one. So look at uh, you and you and BT definitely, uh, John uh, BT definitely on the same wavelength. Uh, he also says, having now listened to the podcast, uh, I'm going to add my top three games not from 2021 that I played this year too. So this is still John BT. Uh, number three was uh, Days Gone. Number two. Miles Morales, and number one was Control, plus the DLC content. And he says, Control would beat out Monster Hunter Rise for number one overall this year. It's that good. Well, damn. I, I spoke too soon. Looks like you can't trust him, Joe. <laughs> I can so, trust well, him. I don't know about trusting you in that Sacred 2 nonsense earlier. But... Wow. <laughs> Look at that, y'all. He is still frosty about that. He is still frosty. I'm like, okay, okay. Um, uh, Willie D or Will D on Discord says, uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, uh, Battlefield 2042, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Others in the running were Resident Evil Village, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Cyberpunk, Halo Infinite, uh, Far Cry 6. I haven't played Guardians of the Galaxy, Axiom Verge 2, <coughs> and 3, or Metroid Dread. Um, yeah, I think what's I think the the most thing that that I love about this is is when you put these lists up is seeing how different people say or or what they put as their number one or what they're disappointing. It just goes to show how different people are, and and just how interesting it is to see, because I never would have thought a flight simulator would have been would have been in your in your top three. But I I, I also remember that I, I if I remember correctly you play that on. PC and and you have a really really amazing um, uh, rig, so that must really like take it to a whole another level um, for playing it. For playing, yeah, he, he uses a flight stick and all that too. With it. That's what I mean. Like I, like he's really into it. So so that's really cool. Uh, Gerald on Discord says uh, Monster Hunter Monster Hunter Rise. It takes two. And last, but certainly not least, Forza Horizon 5. I, I tell you that, Luchador. Uh, others <laughs> I have enjoyed are Halo Infinite, Ghost of Sushi, ha ha ha, and uh, Tsushima, and uh, Resident Evil Village. Um, Crucial Chase on Discord says his top three is number three is Scarlet Nexus. Great combat and crazy story. Beautiful. It's also not a beat em up. It's a JRPG with real time combat, Kevin. <laughs> Maybe that's why it didn't jive with you since you were going and expecting something it's not. I added the extra emphasis. So, what are your thoughts about that, Kevin? What do you, what do you, you think it's, it, you know, it's it, thinking it's an RPG would have, would, would have changed your, your thoughts about that? No, it the story was still convoluted. The game was still too long. The and 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 at its core, it's a beat 'em up with RPG elements. I I still see it as as the opposite. I don't see it as a, as an RPG first. It's a beat 'em up. I mean, you're 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 throwing you're using telekinesis to throw stuff. It's hot to hit stuff upside the head 
to put it in a stunned state, and then you go in with your melee attacks, and then your team attacks. It it's a beat em up, as I see it, as I define it, a beat em up all day, every day. Mm-hmm. But it's got RPG elements attached to it because you're handing, you know, making gifts, handing out gifts to build up your rapport with your team members, so that when you do your team attacks, they'll be more powerful. You know, that's where the RPG, that, that stuff like that is where the RPG element comes in. Uh, but, but yeah, it, it, I started out really digging the game, but the more I played and the longer that story dragged on, it, it was just, yeah, uh, I think I'm done. Okay. I mean, I mean, but I've, I've yet to play it and I own it. So we'll, we'll see. We'll definitely see what happens. I am wondering if the anime is going to change anything up about it. So, uh, number two was the Guardians of the Galaxy, just a straight up good solid game. And number one uh, for Crucial Chase is Valheim. I I don't I don't even like survival games. This game is that good, so immersive, great combat, and so cozy. Actually, I've watched a lot of streamers play that game, um, and I want to play it. I just don't want to. For some reason, I just do not want to play it on PC. I don't know why, but like I feel like that that game would work really well on console. But I just haven't done it yet. Hmm. So we'll see. So for my top three, uh, my number three is a toss-up between Outriders and Alien Fireteam Elite. I really liked both those games, but I have to echo what what uh, the other my other two co-hosts said. Um, Outriders, it just it mm, I don't know that when it first released, it 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 just like people were losing their stuff and how they were responding. I think they were doing a lot of damage control, but but I think the game did finally find its legs and, and I'm, I am hopeful that if they can, if they continue to work on this game and they can find, you know, and and they can strip out the elements that are fantastic and then make possibly a outriders two, because no spoilers, but I do hear that the game ends on kind of like a cliffhanger. So, so who knows, maybe they'll be able to, to, to bring it, a uh, full circle with a with an Outriders two, Aliens Fireteam Elite. Uh, same same feeling with it, except it it was a much more comp- competent game uh, from the onset. I think this is a game. For me, this is the game that I wanted from Dungeons and Dragon Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. If 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 they if there was some way to make this game into a Dungeons and Dragons game, I think it would have been so much better um, because I really like what they're, what the team is doing. I like the fact that the team is, is complete. They are, they are still doing updates. They're still adding stuff to it and it's all free. They're, they're adding new classes. They're adding more weapons. I really do think that um, as a group, we need to go back to that game. So I do, I, I do hear you, Joe. I agree. I do hear you, Joe. So my number two was Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, I am a Monster Hunter stan. I will stand by it. It will all if there's a new Monster Hunter game, it will always be on my top three uh, for the for the year, um, unless it's super bad or unless it has swimming in it. But that's a side note. Um, <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to put Monster Hunter stories in here, but I can't because I haven't played enough of it, um, and I can't. I can't justify giving it a spot. I want to play it and I want to sit down and play it. It's just, it's one of those games that you really have to kind of devote a lot of time to it. And I just, I'm just not ready to do that yet. So, so that's why it's not on this list. 
And my number one, number one for the year, and I know it just came out, but it's hands down Grim Dawn. Sorry, everybody else. I love this game. This game's great. I love oh, it. No, love, don't love, say love, sorry. Love. I was just giving you grief about it because I just well, like I know. To grief. I know, I know. But it's just like, it's always these super odd old ass games and shit that, that I always are my number one. But yes, I I, I am a dark, I, I'm a Grim Dawn fan. I think I said Grim Dark, but anyway, Grim Dawn. I love it. And and I just think that the game is fantastic. It is worth a play, especially if you like this game type, um, or you like this genre of games. It's it's well worth the price of admission, and it just goes to show that even though this game you know is old, it is it is definitely still worth it. And it's uh, I'm just uh, adoring the crap out of it. So yeah, Grim Dawn all day, every day. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, so Ren on Discord says his number three is Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, number two is Smash Ultimate, and number one is Monster Hunter Rise. Another another good one for Monster Hunter Rise. I know that Ren is much more of a fighting game, uh, fighting game uh, enthusiast, um, but I hear Guilty Gear is supposed to be fantastic. So. Um, Mike Phillips on Discord says his his uh, non I'm gonna start from his non 2021 games that that he's had the most fun with is uh, Tear Down. My stepson and I uh, get a huge kick out of the uh, immense wanton wanton destruction. You can wreck in the game; it's really fun. Yeah, Tear Down was pretty good, um, if I remember correctly. Um, his number three was Far Cry Six. Number two was Kenya, Bridge of Spirits. Great game. Uh, got really far in it. I need to go back to it. And then this first one is uh, Ratchet and Clank, A Rift Apart. All good games, everybody. Uh, Glovebox on Discord says, my three games are number three, Far Cry 6. Number two, uh, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart. And number one, It Takes Two. And our last person to respond is uh, Kaiwi. On um, in uh, Kaiwi Selly um, on Twitter says uh, number three is Hades. Fantastic game. I think if you haven't played that game, you really should. It is a toughest nails uh, top down um, roguelite, but it's it's really fun. I, uh, the 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 character designs are really great in that in that um, in that game. Really really nice. Uh, Kenya Bridge of Spirits and number one Ratchet and Clank are rift apart. So we have a lot of, of uh, we have a lot for Ratchet and Clank. I think I think a lot of we even though we had a lot of stuff that was the same, I still think that we had enough variety that made it all you know really really good. And so thank you everyone who took the time to to give us your top three. Um, another thing that that Joe Joe came up with, and I thought it was we both Kevin, I thought it was fantastic, is we also added a couple of other. Um, a couple other questions that kind of popped up that we thought that we'd want to add. And if you want to answer these questions, you know, you can't win anything except having a really good conversation um, is go to our discord and let us know your thoughts on these two other questions that we posed. And uh, the first question is uh, what is your biggest gaming surprise of 2021? And my biggest gaming surprise of 2021 is guardians of the galaxy. 
Um, I wasn't sure about that game. If you go back and listen to the other episodes, I, I wasn't sure about the game. I was, I, I didn't know what was happening. I was really like, like you, 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 you hurt me. You hurt me, Marvel, with, uh, with Avengers. So I wasn't sure about Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, you making that a game and bringing it to us. I wasn't sure. Like it's a, it, it's, it, even though it's, it has two movies, I feel it's one of the least known uh marvel properties outside of the comic book so to actually make it a game i was like okay but actually playing it and seeing it um play out it, it it's a really good game so if you haven't played it or picked it up you really should i think that you would really enjoy it that is my biggest gaming surprise so joe what is your biggest gaming surprise of 2021 um, my biggest gaming surprise uh, really had to do with an announcement. Uh, I think Nintendo announcing Advance Wars 1 and 2 uh, coming back uh, in a compilation for the Switch uh, was something that just kind of caught my eye because I know that game uh, got a lot of uh, love back in the GBA days and Game Boy Advance days and whatnot. And uh, to see them out of all the games in their back catalog, the come back and it was supposed to come out uh, December. It was supposed to come out last month, but they pushed it back to an unknown date in 2022. But, uh, you know, I think in the announcement just, uh, was, you know, uh, a good one, you know, and uh, we're still waiting for F zero and mother three and some other Nintendo back catalog business, but, uh, I will be there day one once advanced wars one and two comes out. So. Yeah. I was super happy about that too. As someone, as someone who, who really enjoyed those games uh, i'm excited to see it see them come back and i'm definitely going to be playing them as well yeah um, i think i might go play because there's a game that's kind of a spiritual successor to advanced wars which is called wargroove which mm-hmm. is um on um, switch xbox and playstation 4 on there i believe it might be on games pass as well it might have been on there and it might have left though so Cool. Um, And so, Kev, what is your biggest gaming surprise of 2021? So I think my biggest surprise was Dungeon Fighter Duel. I mean, that this game, just the announcement of it just kind of came out of nowhere. And it had some of the best trailers of any fighting game I've ever seen. I mean, I hadn't even heard of uh, Dungeon Fighters. It's a MMORPG on PC. And they're taking the classes in that game and uh, turning them turning them into uh, fighting game characters and putting them in this game. Unfortunately, I was not able to take part in the beta, but the move set is very looks like it's very easy to pick up and learn. There's not even uh, quarter circles and half circles. It's like forward and an action button down and an action button you know diagonal up or diagonal back and an action button there's there's not there you're not you're just moving your control in a direction and hitting the corresponding action button but it's still got the uh you know frames and uh you have to you have to you still have to understand your matchups it's just wrapped in a very in what seems to be a very easy and easy to learn difficult to master uh fighting mechanic which I, this game really has me intrigued all right dope 
And so our next question that if you want to answer it or give us your thoughts or feedback, you know, you can do it on our Discord is what is your biggest gaming disappointment of 2021 specifically? Joe, start us off, my friend. Well, as mentioned previously, uh, Mario Golf Super Rush is a big, steamy pile of uh, Climax-developed garbage Mm. on there. So, um, you know, kind of came and went. uh, Relied way too much on trickery and trick shots, and it was more of a party game than a proper arcade golf game. And, you know, if you go back and play GBA, Mario Golf, you see a proper implementation of the formula that they should have followed on there. And then uh, also, too, uh, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance was another uh, disappointment. You know, it's enough to where I am grateful that they put it on Games Pass because I was originally going to buy the $60 version with the Steelbook. And I kind of got off that ledge right at the last minute and decided because it's a multiplayer game just to test it out on games pass first and lo and behold we got some dollar savings out of that business so just a horribly implemented game Uh, i know it's like doing some reddit research and people that have been following the game and the users on reddit have come you know basically are still complaining even with subsequent patches that the game is still quote unquote bad and broken so Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin, you're up. So my disappointments, Scarlet Nexus. Um, I started out really digging this game. And like I said, the story and uh, the some of the mechanics that they started, it, it, that you were using to great effect were suddenly not as useful anymore it had nothing to do with not being powered up as you know i had the the upgraded gear and and all that other stuff going on but the the way that you you, they really wanted you to change the way you fought throughout this throughout the course of the, the 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 beginning and middle of the game and then change it into something else and that combined with the story was just eh very disappointing and my other one was the Intellivision Amico um, mm. uh, for those who don't know I Intellivision is a was my first console it's it's got a place near and dear to my gaming heart and I was one of the people that uh, funded or not funded but uh, pre-ordered the the Amico in anticipation to seeing new uh, new uh, new realizations of the classic games that I grew up with. You know, I want to see what the next Astro Smash looked like. You know, like Moon Patrol and and some of those games look great. Like uh, D- Dungeons and Dragons Cloudy Mountain looks really dope, but. Along the more when they said that they were going the NFT route for their physical media, even though there is a uh, there is a an SD port on the system, and that they weren't using that port for the physical media, that didn't sit well with me. You know, th- that's not physical media in my book. And then the 
deception, the outright deception and lies <laughs> that's been going on with marketing of, the, of this product. Uh, and even even and I'm not even including the the cult of personality surrounding uh, Tommy Tallarico, the head of uh, uh, in television and the CEO of the company that's bringing the Amico to market. I'm leaving that completely out of it. But there's just straight up chicanery and lies in the marketing of the showing off of the games that, that were coming for the system, uh, talking about who's uh, the board of directors, <laughs> you know, just a whole lot of shady shenanigans. So I was really disappointed in that. So I, I wound up canceling my pre-order, um, but definitely was looking forward to the to the console and i may at some point buy it but i'm just going to have to see have to see it up close in a games in a game stop working playing a game getting my hands on the controller and seeing what it's all about i don't blame you because at this point it could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> it might be some it might be some plastic and a rubber band in a box when you get it you never know well, they're saying that's basically what what this what's inside of this thing. It's six or seven year old uh, Android phone uh, technology that they'll sell to you for like under thirty bucks if you buy enough bulk. And the markup on this console is like now at uh, sitting at either is like two seventy. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. <laughs> See, what? Uh, I'm yeah. thinking the launch of the Atari VCS, which came and went like nothing, will probably be a better launch than this. You're better off probably picking up a Evercade or something. Like oh, yeah. I've, I've got one. I'm, I'm getting, getting that. but That's coming out in a couple yeah. of weeks, actually. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> so, so for me... Uh, my biggest disappointment of 2021 was Biomutant. I really wanted that game to be something special, uh, given uh, its hype. But, you know, what they say about hype, it really, you know, hype yourself up to get disappointed. So so I, I really wanted that to be better than, than what it was. And I know a lot of people did. And for that, I am... I am super sorry but hopefully that studio will go on and make a better game you know because i'm definitely one of those people that will that will you know like unless you start making like all your games are crap but but i'm one of those people that will definitely you know hope hope for the best for 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 a for a studio's next project but but man please you know make it just make it better next time or just just because like i haven't heard anything about biomutant if they're going to make it better or change it or anything so so i think it's just they put it out there and was just like you know wash their hands of it which i'm actually part of me is kind of like maybe maybe they're just trying to get it out the door at this point but because it had been delayed for so long but but what we got i was sad about so so again um if you want to join the conversation uh with with the three of us please go to our discord uh, we will post these in uh, post your answers in our um, our main event question. But please denote uh, what you're answering because our next main event question for our next show is as follows: What are your most anticipated games of 2022? 
we said anticipated games and we're trying to I think we should we should cap it at three. Um, but if you have like a ton, um, feel free, feel free, but just kind of like, I know there's a lot of stuff coming out, you know? So, so I think we should try to max it at three, you know, and you can put some honorable mentions or something, but just let us know which ones you want us to mention on the air, because I know, you know, as game fans, you know, we get super excited about, about game announcements. So, so please, 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 um, let us know which ones you want us to mention and then put your list down if you have a ton. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, the next main event question is what is your most anticipated games of 2022? And if you would like to uh, put your two cents in on our side questions that we asked uh, biggest gaming surprise of 2021 and biggest gaming, gaming disappointments of 2021, go to our discord. Uh, we will be answering uh, for our, for our main main event question. <laughs> We will be taking from our Discord as well as our, as well as our uh, Twitter um, and uh, Facebook and our and at um, our email address uh, gamingvessels at uh, gmail.com. But at the end, Kevin will tell you how you can um, get involved um, and and give us your thoughts uh, and give us your answers. But I know what you all have been waiting for. Who is the big winner? for our our contest and i'm going to turn over to joe the jabroni chief himself as he will announce the winner and we're going to do it live so joe i turn it over to you buddy who is our winner all right let me go and hit the random number generator and then we'll go <laughs> to the table do you have a drum roll you put the drum uh, roll in here i might have to put a drum roll in but we had 22 <laughs> people <laughs> who've entered so that's awesome thank you 32. all who, sorry 32 sorry 32 if you want to short change 10 of you 32 people entered and we want to say thank you for that I'm just going to make some noise if you guys want to make some noise make some noise before I hit the <laughs> Generate button. So the winner is going to be Crack Internet. Number thirty. Number thirty is going to be Alfred Maverick. You wow. are winner. All righty. Uh-huh. All righty. So Alfred, please uh we'll be in touch with you to let you know. Uh let you know about your winnings and you can just let us know. Um, how you want to receive that $60. And uh, again, thank you everyone for taking the time to uh, respond to all of our questions throughout the years. Um, uh, and and yeah, I was really super excited that we were able to uh, share this experience with you and give you uh, something to say thank you and show, show you all appreciation um, for you all taking the time to listen to us three old men <laughs> well they're older than me so hey um so uh i'm still turn... old sir you still yeah. old yeah so i'll turn it over to kevin <laughs> thanks everybody <laughs> indeed all right contact you can reach our show at gaming vessels at gmail.com that's the email you want to use if you've heard something you want to respond to or if you yourself would like to be on our show get your opinions of the wonderful world of gaming out to our listeners you're going to want to send that feedback, that inquiry to gamingvessels at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at gamingvessels. That's G-A-M-I-N-G-V-E-S-S-E-L-S. We also have a Discord server, which I would highly encourage you 
to join. We have seen seen some growth uh, in the past uh, few weeks. We've added a couple new members, and we're happy to have them. And the reason why we pushed the Discord is that we have great gaming discussion there without of the uh, Twitter dumpster fire nonsense that goes on, the Facebook dumpster fire nonsense that goes on, regardless of the of the topic at, at hand. Uh, you can have uh, differing opinions and still get along, get along and uh, <laughs> not be a terrible human being mm-hmm. to the person who has a differing viewpoint. So I would highly encourage any all of our listeners, uh, if you have not joined our Discord server, you can find a link to that on our Twitter page, our Gaming Vessels Twitter page or whatever podcast aggregate you use to download this show. Individually, we have our own social media accounts. Uh, I can be found on uh, Twitter for whatever reason, at shownuff71, that's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I am shownuff7, same spelling with the number 7 at the end. Xbox, I am Shonuff071, same spelling with 071 at the end. Steam, I am Shonuff71, same spelling as originally. And my Switch friend code, 7658-2155-3309. So, uh, Jabroni Chief, where can they get a hold of you at, man? Uh, They can get a hold of me on Twitter under the handle Jabroni Chief, J A B O. J-A-B-R-O-N-I-C-H-I-E-F on Twitter. Same handle on both PlayStation Network and also on Steam. Uh, also on Xbox, I can be found at Jabroni Chief 374. So 373 of the other Jabroni Chiefs? No. Go to 374 for your hookup. And then my Nintendo friend code is uh, 4712-59531. Four zero nine. All right, Dez, where can they get a hold of you at, man? All right, my friends, you can find me on Twitter at the Nemo Six. That's T H E N E M O S I X. You can find me on PSN, Steam, and Xbox Live uh, at Nemo Tigger. N E M O T G G R. And um, on Nintendo, my friend code is five two. Eight zero six six seven four four five one nine. And as always, if you message us or want to be our friends on any of these platforms, please let us know how you how you know us. Mention the show, mention you like games or something. That way, we know you're a person and not a uh, a bot because we want to talk to people. And lastly, lastly, the most surprising thing for me. And I just remembered this is that I've been playing my Xbox a lot more than my PS than my PlayStation Five, and it's crazy. So pray for Bot. me in the new year. Pray <laughs> for me in the new year, please. Pray for me. Oh, <laughs> come on. Bot. More the merrier. I, I turn on my Xbox almost every day now. So. It was a it was a joke, Joe. <laughs> Bot doing a show with a bunch of Xbox man. <laughs> Where's the Phil Spencer check? That's what I want to know. I know, right? <laughs> Get my money, Phil. <laughs> I want, I want a gamer chair. Yeah. <laughs> Get my money and a thirty ninety. <laughs> Put it all out there. I want a little oh. mini fridge. Yeah. Come on. But, 
But of course, as I like to say, uh, I, I don't want an episode to go by without thanking everybody who participated uh, in our show for the in our show for the week and participate on our Discord server. So I'm going to go ahead and shout out everyone who who partook in this episode's uh, questions right now. So special thank you to Kiwi Selly, Glovebox, Mike Phillips, Ren. Uh, Crucial Chase, Gerald, Willie D, John BT, uh, WT Famicom, Captain Mike M, Double F, the Mustard Man himself, uh, the Devious Mr. Matt, uh, Rage Quit Gamer, Smash Bro, Hoodie Ninja, and uh, Sam, uh, also known as Valagus on Twitter. AWD, Mr. Walker 242, Blackness Everdeen, our contest winner at GH Radio underscore Maverick. Uh, Double F again. And uh, Perfect Dark Revival Squad, Blast Back on Twitter. Uh, Smash Bro, Bro, Smash Broski on Twitter. Max Flint, Odin's is, Odin is with us. Winds of Transylvania. Ives Alive, Ives Alive, Ives Alive on Twitter, uh, and Surgeon Fire, uh, our our often a gaming friend and uh, frequent participant uh, in our in our on our gaming nights, and uh, who's jumping in on our also jumped in on our Discord server. So special shout out to you, good folks, because like I say, there's a lot of other things you could be listening to. And uh, without you all participating in our show, uh, participating on our Discord server, we're just three old dudes just yapping into the internet ether. So that is going to bring the big new, big show for the new year, episode 150, the first show of the new year, rather, uh, <laughs> episode 152 to a close for... Dez, a.k.a. the Bay Area Terror, a.k.a. the High-Res Hater, a.k.a. the Cat Daddy, a.k.a. the Gamer Step Daddy, and for Trader Joe, a.k.a. the Jabroni Chief, yeah, yeah. also known as that Food Max of Gaming who can maximize your gaming dollar, I'm showing up 71, a.k.a. Digga Dulamite. The bling bling into 2022, y'all. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and we will be back next week, episode 153 for y'all.